Welcome to the Scientist's Lab Talk, a special edition podcast produced by the Scientist's Creative Services team, where we explore topics at the leading edge of innovative research. This episode is brought to you by Millipore Sigma, the US and Canada life science business of Merck KGAA Darmstadt, Germany, providing over 300,000 products focused on scientific discovery, biomanufacturing, and testing services. Their expertise includes molecular tools, sample prep, antibodies, cell culture, live cell analysis, biochemicals, and biomarker immunoassays, with a goal to empower scientists through the development of innovative, forward-thinking, and more sustainable solutions. As smart devices become commonplace in many homes, they also enter life science laboratories with the promise to enhance productivity, simplify collaborations, and produce reliable results. In this episode, Nikki Spige from the Scientist's Creative Services team spoke with experts from Millipore Sigma about how smart devices change research for the better. Science and innovation go hand in hand, but there is one area where some laboratories are lacking, smart technology. Smart devices are part of most scientists' lives outside of the laboratory, from phones in their pockets to smart speakers and appliances throughout their homes. But in the lab, researchers often do things the old-fashioned way with decades-old equipment. Lindsay Lozo, a research scientist in analytical sciences at Millipore Sigma, sheds some light on the troubles researchers face when sticking with the status quo. Manual laboratory instrumentation is, for a lack of a better term, pretty clunky clunky in terms of their use in the lab and how people interface with them. So typically manual equipment wouldn't be connected to a network due to either IT restrictions or security problems. They'll have tangled up cords tethered to it, which make it look like an octopus. And they're not very energy efficient, not environmentally friendly. They're outdated in terms of their software with absolutely no way of updating. And often they're so old that they no longer have any degree of technical or maintenance support on them. And all of this makes it a real challenge for scientists to navigate them. Typically, the lab tends to lag about 10 years or maybe even more behind consumer technologies. Even things that are really basic in our lives, like a touchscreen, is pretty revolutionary when it comes to a new instrument. The first smart device was a network-connected Coca-Cola vending machine at Carnegie Mellon University. Developed in 1982, the machine could report its inventory and the temperature of the drinks inside. Over the next two decades, scientists, engineers, and entrepreneurs developed the concept of the Internet of Things. The idea that people, processes, and technologies could be integrated with connected devices and sensors to enable remote monitoring and manipulation. Since then, smart technology has popped up everywhere, even in unexpected places like the bathroom. For example, sensors on toilet seats can measure a number of health factors, including blood pressure, pulse, and oxygen levels. Smart technology holds the promise of transforming life as we know it. As this technology becomes increasingly common, Lozo and her colleague Janet Smith research application scientist and laboratory manager at Millipore Sigma, see it slowly but surely creeping into science laboratories. Some of the smartest instruments that we are dealing with today in the lab are the higher stakes instruments. Incubators, ovens, freezers, refrigerators, those are the types of instruments that if they go down, you know, as a scientist, your life 
ends. <laughs> um, you know, your samples could potentially be degraded or your experiment can be ruined just because we've had a power outage. These instruments will have loggers or data temperature recording interfaces that could allow for notifications. Bluetooth features, Wi-Fi connections, website hosting, and data control are essential. Some voice-activated systems and smart switches are becoming popular to monitor and operate basic equipment such as water baths, adjust temperature levels in incubators and storage, and convenient outputs to label systems. Smart technology works with instruments big and small. While the utility of smart incubators and freezers is apparent, small portable instruments with touchscreens and network connectivity contribute to time savings throughout the day as researchers avoid trips across the lab to access stationary equipment or to move samples. Smart technology also helps science become more accessible. Smart speaker technology can assist everyone by reading out protocols and answering questions. Some smart devices also track inventory in laboratory fridges and freezers, keeping researchers up to date with their reagents and guiding them to the exact locations of specific items. This is not just convenient. It makes laboratory work possible for researchers who are visually impaired by helping them find items in the lab and perform tasks more quickly. In addition to providing remote monitoring, portability, and accessibility, smart laboratory devices help researchers organize and share their data from their instruments or from detailed and searchable electronic notebooks. According to Lozo and Gunjin Shaw, a scientist at Millipore Sigma, instruments that store data in the cloud are becoming crucial to modern science. In the world of research, data is king. And our ability as scientists to keep it safe and accessible is absolutely paramount to everything we do. So the better that we can do that, save our data and keep it accessible, the better we'll be able to disseminate it. Also, the amount of data that we're collecting per experiment or a project is increasing significantly. Cloud connectivity allows for easy transfer of data from the instruments or devices to the cloud for convenient downstream analysis. Cloud connectivity allows for sorting and archiving of data and images for greater accessibility. It will help in easier collaboration between multiple researchers and integration of data from multiple streams. The cloud will save costs and support data redundancy for backup and protection. While many researchers think of laboratory smart technology as the domain of big ticket items, even some of the simplest tasks can be optimized with smart technology to save time and enhance productivity. These devices help researchers tackle seemingly minor challenges in big ways. Labeling is actually one of the main pain points in the lab for scientists because it's one commonality among any workflow that you're doing. You have to somehow label and keep track of your tubes, your plates, your flasks, whatever you're working with. When you think about handwriting, particularly labels, there are so many issues that come to mind. So first of all, you're limited by how small and how readable your handwriting can be. Scientists can circumvent this challenge by printing their labels, but printers that aren't designed with the lab in mind have drawbacks. The labels can be an awkward size for the variety of tubes and vessels researchers use in the lab. Additionally, researchers are plagued with their labels getting erased when they come into contact with laboratory chemicals, such as alcohols, or falling off after being exposed to hot or cold temperatures. A smart laboratory device, such as the Millessentials lab labeling system, meets scientists' specific needs. We designed the system specifically for the wet lab setting in chemistry or biology. 
our labels are designed to work best with those types of vessels that you would use in those fields. So I'm talking about tubes and vials, cell culture plates, flasks, petri dishes, beakers, glassware, plastic media bottles, and pretty much anything that's kind of similarly sized to that. We have a label that can work for that. Additionally, our labels work with a variety of substrates, and we've tested this at all these different temperature conditions. We're talking about glass, polystyrene, cardboard, foam, polypropylene, polycarbonate, polyethylene, and surfaces that are flat or curved. The printer is small, it's portable, it's Wi-Fi connected, meaning that this is one of these instruments that you can cut the cord with. You can access the printer remotely by any device that's on the same Wi-Fi network as the printer itself. And this is really great for those types of labs where researchers have their smartphones or their own computers, because now everyone can have a customized labeling experience on their own device. Our software also has profiles, which you can save your commonest labels. You know, if you're always making media that has the same composition, then you can save that label and print it anytime with one or two clicks. Another area where smart devices are helping scientists is in the cell culture hood. Researchers need to accurately count their cells and determine a culture's concentration for a number of experiments. Typically, a person performing this task takes a cell sample and adds it to a hemocytometer, an often fragile chamber that guides researchers as they manually count their cells under the microscope. This method is subject to human error in many ways. I've seen variability with hemocytometry of greater than 40%. User techniques and variation, bias, misuse, focusing, all can induce counting inaccuracies. The subsequent time and cost of repeating experience delay the investigation process. Often, the cell counts need to be measured at different preparation and concentration steps and buffer conditions from the start to the end of testing. Counting equipment needs to operate reliable and provide greater flexibility with common culture media and buffers. Quantitative measurements of cell count must be accurate and consistent to ensure experimental reproducibility. Traditional manual counting methods only give scientists a 2D view of their cells and allow them to count, nothing more. Cell imaging platforms can take the place of manual cell counting, but these instruments often have a large footprint or require large sample volumes for each reading. Modern automated instruments, such as the handheld Scepter 3.0 cell counter, Analyze cell size and volume while counting, which gives researchers insights into a cell's type and physiological state. The pipette-like scepter works by drawing a small sample up into the instrument through a microfluidic channel and past a sensor that counts each cell, measures its size and volume, and calculates the suspension's concentration. It counts thousands of cells in seconds, with no need for dilution steps. The scepter counter can accurately and precisely count a broad range of primary immortalized and hybrid cell types, peripheral blood macronuclear cells, PBMCs, hybridoma, and macrophage to larger epithelial fibroblasts and adenocarcinoma cells, to name a few. This handheld counter also connects wirelessly to nearby printers and lab computers, transferring data automatically. With this documentation, researchers can compare cell numbers and physical characteristics across measurements. One reason for counting cells is to determine their confluency within a culture flask or plate. While this may seem like a simple and routine task, there are many pitfalls. 
So typically, a researcher would assess the morphology and determine the confluency by using a microscope and their experienced eyes, which is subjective. They would have to rely on their memory or writing down information on a piece of paper, which is easily misplaced. There is also the time the researcher is going to be on that microscope to focus in on the cells. And when this is performed repeatedly, it can lead to fatigue and injuries. An imager that can assess the health and confluency of cells in culture would remove the subjective nature of assessing not only confluency, but also giving a visual check that is saved historically to assure your cells are growing the same in the future. This means for scientists ensuring consistency, increasing lab productivity, and efficacy. The MilliCell DCI Digital Cell Imager, a small, smart benchtop instrument, does just that by monitoring cell cultures directly in their growth vessels. It estimates cell counts, determines confluency, and allows researchers to assess morphology in one snapshot. Because the DCI takes these measurements without the researcher accessing the inside of the vessel, it saves time and conserves precious samples, such as 3D cultures or hard-to-grow cells. It brings vessels of the same type into focus with the push of a button, reducing microscope fatigue and ensuring consistency. The DCI also transfers data wirelessly and can store information in the cloud, facilitating experiment comparisons and collaboration. Whether they are large or small, smart instruments advance research by reducing user error and bias, giving scientists access and control from remote locations, and facilitating data sharing and collaboration. While some researchers may hesitate to change their ways and upgrade their instruments, smart, connected devices will make their way into the mainstream of laboratory equipment. I see smart technology as the future of laboratories meaning scientists will expect connectivity and access to data and analysis at their fingertips. Instruments will not only collect data, but seamlessly perform downstream analysis. New smart ways of interacting with instruments, such as voice or Bluetooth connectivity, will become commonplace. I think the whole lab is going to be smart in the future, not just a specific piece of equipment. Thank you for listening to the Scientist's Lab Talk. This episode was produced by the Creative Services team for The Scientist and narrated by Nikki Spige. Thanks again to our sponsor, Millipore Sigma. To keep up to date with this podcast, follow The Scientist on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to our podcast channel wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>